0: This morning as I was considering what I was preparing to say and as I was getting my mind ready to get into worship what I was realizing is what I was really anticipating not what I would say not what I would sing but what he would say and what he would do and I'm realizing that that gets invited in by the presence of the people of God so you're not just here for yourself you're here for each other and therefore here for the presence of God. Amen. So count it no small thing that you're here today. Even if you thought for myself, ah, I'd sleep in. You have to think to yourself, somebody else needs the presence of God this morning. Like somebody else needs it. Maybe I'm good. But somebody else needs that presence. And the scripture said, to be honest, we're over the, we're we're way over what was even the minimum threshold. The scripture said two or three, we're way over that. (laughs) We're double that. Don't let me triple it one morning. That's all I need, two or three. And I'm in the presence of God. Oh God. The scripture said, um, I think there was a scripture says, um, it was talking about comparing David and Saul. David was the new guy on the block. Saul was the king at the time. And King David, who would be king soon, was just slain Goliath, and he was becoming this massive hero. And the scripture said, Saul slayed a thousand people, but David has put 10,000 to flight. And the scripture says, one can chase a thousand, two can can put 10,000 to flight. My mathematics tells me that three should put 100,000 to flight. Calculation quick in my head. Four, we're up to a million. Five, we're up to 10 million. So, I'm saying the power's in you. Come with your enthusiasm and your worship of the Lord. And we will invite the presence of the Lord in this place. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Just before you take your seats, I just want to read one scripture. I've been reading from this scripture for a few weeks, but I just want to, before you take your seats, I want to read that scripture again. Um, I'm going to read from the book of Ezra, the prophet Ezra, chapter 3, verse 8. Then I'm going to take, ask you to take your seats. Uh, uh, Ezra chapter 3, verse 8 reads like this. Now in the second year of their coming unto the house of God at Jerusalem in the second month began Zerubbabel the son of Shelatiel, and Jeshua the son of Josedek and the remnant of their brethren the priests and the Levites and all they that were come out of captivity unto Jerusalem yes, sir. and appointed the Levites from twenty years old and upwards to set forward the work of the house of the Lord. Verse 9 reads this. Then stood Jeshua with his sons and his brethren Kamadiel and his sons, the sons of Judah, together to set forward the workmen in the house of God, the sons of Hanadan, with their sons and their brethren, the Levites. This is the verse I want to get to. When the builders laid the foundation of the temple of the Lord, they set the priests in their apparel with trumpets. And the Levites the son of Asaph with symbols to praise the Lord after the ordinance of David King of Israel let me read that verse 10 one more time and when the builders laid the foundation of the temple of the Lord they set the priests in their apparel with trumpets and the Levites the sons of Asaph with symbols to praise the Lord after the ordinance of the David King of Israel please take your seats Amen. Praise the Lord, saints. So grateful again to be in fellowship with you this morning. I'm so um, grateful for this moment, for this time we have together. Um, I'm so grateful for what the Lord has done for us. You know, um, if you look at the news, to be honest, um, there appears not to be much to be grateful for. And in fact, it looks like we should be full of fear. I was reading the news, how the tragedies that happened last weekend, they seem to be one after the other. First, the shooting in Buffalo, then there was a shooting another shooting in California and you think about these moments of complete tragedy and it's easy to focus on them and I don't mean to take away from their tragedy at all because we we want to extend that the prayer and our yes, yes. compassion towards yes. folks who are suffering today um, but you know even in amongst that we have so much to give thanks for Amen. even in amongst our tragedy we have so much to give thanks for yes. um, for the life we have for um, the breath we have, yes. um, I start that simply because sometimes when you start to get too complicated with praise and thanksgiving, you miss the point, right. like if you want to give thanks once you've got the dream car, right. yeah. it yeah. kind of gets a bit more complicated, I gave thanks when my dad gave me almost one of the worst, car- it was the worst car I've ever had, it was the absolute worst car I've ever had, on, it was unreliable, but you know what I had before then? A bicycle right. so I gave thanks
1: yes. Yes. Yes,
0: sir. for the upgrade the bike was on, on, on I mean the bike was always reliable and I could have gone back to that any day but that Ford black Ford Escort yes. Yes, sir. Yes,
1: sir.
0: that was already old when I got it it with the first gear could I could barely get it into the first gear you, you drive manual <laughs> I could barely get it into the first gear and then once I got into the first gear, it was good, right? I could get second, third, fourth, that was good. But that first gear was a struggle. I remember um, Sister Tanya and I would go around um, England and Wales, join from different castles and abbeys we would go to. And every time we got to the car, we had to pray. Because we didn't know whether I'd be able to get it in the first gear or not. But we went around, I took it to all different little places around England, and it was wonderful, but we had to, but, it's amazing how quickly we forget yes,
1: sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
0: How quickly we for- I've got two reliable cars now Sitting in the house And I barely drive one of them And it amazes me how quickly I forget Where we've come from Remember the first house we had <laughs> It had so many huge spiders in it I can't even describe Uh, It had spiders coming out of every... uh, It was horrible, it felt terrible because Tanya wasn't used to house spiders in England. In in English, house spiders are really big. They're like this big and they've got thick arms. And people don't realise you have these things around, right? So I remember when she saw the first one, it was awful. And (laughs) she attacked it, she killed it. It was like a victory over some wild beast, I promise you. It was a fight, right? Uh, but she conquered that. But that's where we came from. It didn't seem like much at the time, but looking back, I'm grateful for what we had. But it, t- it reminds me that Thanksgiving shouldn't be about how much you want to get, but it's just about the simple things you have. Like, don't worry about <laughs> the house on the hill. Trust me, you can live a life good, beautiful right now in whatever you have. But to me, that reminds me of this scripture that I just read to you. Yes, sir. Gosh, they started so humbly.
1: Yes.
0: They just wanted to have a place, just any place where they could give God thanks. It didn't have walls, the, the building didn't have walls, didn't have a, certainly didn't have a roof, right? All they had was barely a foundation. But I, was, I looked at the scripture in verse, verse 10, how they set up this moment. They set up this moment like they were about to have service in the Westminster Abbey. Westminster Abbey is where Prince Charles got married. Like Westminster Abbey is like one of the biggest churches in England. It would be—I think there's maybe some cathedrals in this city as well. But whatever it is, imagine the biggest cathedral. They don't didn't wait to get a big cathedral. They gave thanks with praises and worship and symbols and dressed up just for a foundation. They said, let's get the priests out. Anybody who's 20 years and older, let's get trumpets and let's get cymbals over a tiny foundation. But I'm starting to realize how important foundations are. Foundations are really important. If you've ever gone to go buy a house and ever go out to have somebody build a new house for you, They will say, okay, the house is, I don't know, let's say (laughs) $150,000. Probably not, but let's start there, right? So they say, okay, the house is $150,000 and you've got options for everything. You can get a tray ceiling. You can get the upgraded windows. You can get the cheap, the medium, or the expensive kitchen. You can get the cheap, medium, or expensive floors. But the one thing they never ask you about options for is the foundation. Not optional. We don't give you a medium quality foundation. We don't give you a cheap foundation. We only give you the best. Like we can't give you an option on the foundation because that is every- if the foundation's no good, the house is no good. So I'm saying give thanks over the small thing because that's the foundation of who you are. I'm giving thanks over the meal I ate this morning. You'll see me bow my head every time I eat, you can hand me, I've said this before, you can hand me a Snickers bar And I'm going to duck my head and say thanks to the Lord Because I want to be grateful over the small things So here we start in this scripture They've just got back to Jerusalem, they've been away for 50 years Under oppression by the Babylonians They finally get back to, to Jerusalem, the children of the people of God get back to Jerusalem And the first thing they try to do is build a temple. And even before they build a temple, they have to build the foundation because the foundation is the most important thing. It's It's the most important thing to our life. And this kind of just doesn't talk about buildings. This is talking about your life. This is talking about your relationships. This is talking about your family. You can't have relationship and family and, and, and bonds that aren't built on good foundation. Your spiritual life has got to be built on good foundation. It's important that it's built on a solid foundation. Let me read another scripture for you in Matthew 7, verses 24 through 27. Matthew 7, 24 through 27. Some of you will recognize that this is right where um, the um, Sermon on the Mount is. In fact, this is right at the end of the Sermon on the Mount. This is one of the last things Jesus says, and the Sermon on the Mount is one of the most amazing um, teaching expositions I've ever read. It goes from topic to topic. Jesus is kind of throwing these out there. And if you were to read it from front to end, it would only be about 15 minutes. And I imagine it was much longer than that, but this is what we have. This, and the, almost the very last thing Jesus says during the Sermon on the, on the Mount, he talks about the builders who build on sand and some people build on rocks, right? Let's, let's just read that. Um, St. Matthew seven twenty four through 27, reads thus. Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. Not multiple rocks, one rock. He built his house on a rock. And listen, there's also note that Jesus is very, very particular with his words here. He's saying not just the ones who heard, but the ones who heard and then did something about it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Right. Like we all can hear something. I don't know if, you, if your parents ever told you, did you hear what I just said? Yes, <laughs> yes I heard it. <laughs> did you do what I just said? Now we get into the details of it Actually, no, I didn't Your Hearing is only one part of it The hearing and doing is everything yes. So he says, if you hear me and you do what I say This is what you're like You're like a man, a wise man Which built his house upon a rock And the rain descended And the floods came And the winds blew And beat upon that house And it fell not, didn't fall for it was founded upon the rock. Let's keep going to verse 26. It says, and everyone that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them not. This is really critical again. Jesus is saying, I'm not calling people foolish who don't hear me. I'm calling people foolish who hear me and then don't do it. (laughs) There's a distinction there that is important. It makes us a little bit more self-critical because we are hearing this. Every week we're hearing this and we've got the opportunity to hear and do. And so here Jesus says, everyone that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them not shall be likened to a foolish man which built his house upon the sand and the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon the house and it fell and great was the fall of it looking at this about uh, when it comes to building houses i know almost nothing so don't don't go away thinking i'm some master builder that's not the case but there are some fundamentals that i think are everyone should know yes, because we've all probably been on the beach in, in in our days building sandcastles and every single one of you that built a built a sandcastle I can, I can assure you that there one of those sandcastles that any of us have built that are there right now Like every single one of us has been about the idea of playing on the beach, building a sandcastle And literally not one of them is there The thing that we can guarantee about sand is it's not permanent The difference between sand and rock is that tomorrow I don't expect for that sand to be there yes sir,
1: yes, sir.
0: But I absolutely expect the rock to be there There is permanence to the rock There is security and steadfastness in the rock That simply doesn't exist when it comes to sand Sand moves Sand takes on the shape of whatever is come along (laughs) If a water starts to flood through then the sand starts to bend to the water If you start to sweep you start to move the sand whatever the sand is going through whatever the sand is experiencing that's what it shows if you throw a bucket of water on sand it starts to move wherever you put the water but you do that to a rock and it doesn't move you can do almost anything to rock and it's not going to move Mm -hmm. and jesus is saying that's what i'm like when you do the things that i say and the problem is sometimes i think we think we're building on rock when in fact we're building on sand. Like if, if the thing that you thought is foundational about your relationship is the looks of the person, then I'm here to tell you, you may be building on sand. Like if you thought the relationship that you've built is built on the money you might may or may not have, I'm here to tell you that your relationship may be built on sand. Similarly, if you are here every Sunday and you're not doing what you're hearing, your relationship is built with the Lord on sand. (laughs) We've got to make sure we're building on the right things. Some materials aren't worth building on at all. Um, There's different types of rocks out there. There's like um, granite, sandstone. You'll notice that you don't actually see houses made out of sandstone because it's, it's only a few degrees away from being broken down into sand again. It's basically sandstone is sand that has got together for a long time and kind of stuck like that. And it's waiting for an excuse to no longer be sandstone and just be sand. <laughs> and so what I want you to do is make sure that you are recognizing whether the thing you are building is sand or sandstone or the real rock that you're supposed to be building. It's easy to get tricked into thinking you I thought I was building on sand this whole th- I was rock this whole time and you were really building on sandstone. Let me show you another scripture where I think this kind of elaborated a bit more. Luke 6:48. If you can find that for me minister. Luke 6:48 appears to be the exact same parable that Jesus is speaking about in Matthew Luke 6:48. 48. It's the, it appears to be the exact same one. Yes, sir. And, but this time we see a little bit more detail in this message that's missing. Maybe not missing, but just not I- included in the previous one. Can you read that for me? And why ye call me Lord, Lord, yeah.
1: and do not the things which I say? Yes. Whosoever cometh to me and heareth my sayings and doeth them, I will show you to whom he is like. Okay. He is like a man which build a house and dig deep.
0: Okay, so now we know that this guy, whoever's building this house, this person's building this house, yes, he found a location, but he realized something was wrong. He didn't just start building.
1: Yes, sir.
0: He made sure he started to dig first. Yes, deep, dig, deep. Yes, sir. Like this work in creating the right kind of foundation. Yes. It doesn't necessarily just happen overnight, and it doesn't even matter that you, you may or might not, not think you've got the right location. But if you put in work, yeah. that thing that doesn't look like a foundation yeah. can become a foundation. Yes
1: sir. yes, sir. Yes,
0: sir. I've had some relationships that didn't start off well. We, you know, we wanted to hang out. Maybe one person was late, mm-hmm. and that's the thing. You know, I've already told you about that. That's the thing I can't stand. <laughs> like, I love to be on time, son. Yes, um, yes, and. And but the thing I, I like is to be on time. Yes, so if a relationship maybe a relationship doesn't start so well because one person's on, not on time, but then you start to work on the relationship and you realise, oh, that person just needed a ride. That's a good friend actually. Yes, but I just needed to give them a ride. Yes, sir. Right? Yes, sir. right? Mm-hmm. You sometimes have to work to create the foundation that you can build on. <laughs> Sometimes it's not just obvious. It looks like sand and the scripture tells us actually this man technically is building where it doesn't look stable, but he starts to dig and find the foundation footing for the building. You need to sometimes put in work to create the foundation you need to build on. Amen? Let's keep reading that out. He is like a man which built a house, verse 48,
1: and dig deep yes, and laid the foundation on a rock. And when the flood arose, the stream beat vehemently upon the house and and could not shake it for it was founded upon a rock.
0: So these elements are coming with the deliberate intent to unseat the house. But what's happening right now is that the foundations are so well established that it's transferring strength from the foundation to the house. That's essentially what's going on here. The house, if the foundation is unmovable, the house that sits on top of the foundation draws strength from the foundation and now it becomes unmovable. Not because the house is somehow strong, but because the foundation is strong. So if you build on weak foundation, you become weak. If you build on strong foundation, you become Strong. strong. Right. There's a reason why we build on the foundation of the Word of God because it is a sure foundation. We could make this ministry based on anything and it would be a good idea. We could, you know, we could make this ministry based on uh, feeding the poor. That would be a great and noble thing. We could make this ministry based on healing and spiritual healing. That would be a great thing. But you know what? I really, this ministry has to be absolutely centered on Jesus Christ and the Word. Like there's things that are gonna come from that, but the foundation of it. Do you understand what I'm saying? The word has to be the strong foundation that we're built on. There is um, a, a type of metal, it's called mercury. You've heard of mercury? They use it in thermometers. It is one of the few metals that at room temperature is liquid. There's only a few of them that exist. This one is at room temperature. The problem with mercury is that if the temperature goes up, and it's really useful for thermometers, if the temperature goes up, it starts to expand. It's terrible for building. If on a hot day your house moves, that would be the worst. If on a cold day your house moves, that would be the worst. You want somebody who, whether it's hot or cold, you know what you're going to get. When things are going well, I know what I'm going to get from this person, they're a strong foundation okay, okay. Oh, we're low on funds this week, I know how he's going to react, I know how she's going to react, I know how we're going to react Because this is a firm foundation The last thing you want is somebody you have no idea how they're going to respond That's not something you can build on <laughs> That's why it's important that when you go to work, you go to work on time Why? Because they're expecting a business, the people want to be served on time if I can't rely on you, it's not a, something I can build on. Right.
1: Okay. Yes,
0: sir. Amen. 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 Let's
1: keep reading Luke. Verse 49 But he that heareth and doeth not is like a man without a foundation, built a house upon the earth, against which a stream did beat vehemently, and immediately it fell, and the ruin of that house was great.
0: Man, so in both of these parables, you see two things. Mm-hmm. You see the rock being unmovable You see, floods co- you see rain coming down yes, sir. You see floods coming up And you see wind coming from the side yes, sir. Yes, sir. Like this attack on the house yes. Is from every single conceivable angle Coming from the bottom Coming from the top yes, sir. Yes, sir. Coming from the sides Like every angle yes,
1: sir.
0: And it doesn't matter what angle you test On a good foundation the foundation always stays. Yeah. That's right. That's right. This is good for relationships, this is good for relationship with the Lord, this is good for people who you want to know as friends. If the foundation is good, yes. no matter where the attack comes wow. from, okay. yes, okay. Come on, your foundation is gonna stick where it is. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Like it doesn't even matter, oh, this, was, this came out of Lesfield, I didn't expect this, doesn't matter, foundation's good. Oh, I didn't know this was coming, this is an unexpected bill doesn't matter foundations good
1: I see. thank you
0: <laughs> so what are we talking about with Christ let's go really quickly to Isaiah 28 verse 16 could you find that for me sir Isaiah 28 verse 16 what are we building on today let's keep going sir. therefore yes
1: thus saith the Lord God
0: yes behold
1: I lay in Zion for a foundation a stone a tried stone, <laughs> a precious cornerstone, a sure foundation, he that believeth shall not make haste.
0: I just want to explain that last part. He that believeth shall not make haste is no other way of saying he's not going to be easily shaken. He that believeth on this cornerstone that I've just described, he's not going to be easily shaken. Let's just read that one more time yes, from sir. front to beginning with that in mind. Therefore, thus yes. saith the Lord God, yes. behold, I lay in Zion. For a foundation a stone so the Lord himself mm-hmm. yes, yeah. is saying I'm going to put this foundation down right. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. the Lord himself is saying it yeah. not me yes, sir. you don't want to rely on anything I put down but the Lord himself is saying I'm putting this foundation down keep going a stone
1: a tried stone so he's making it
0: clear it's number one it's a stone yes, right. not sand right. this is permanent and what else he said a precious cornerstone just before that one what did he say a tried a tried i've checked this one out already like i've already checked this out like not only is this a stone but it's a stone that we've checked out it it does what it's supposed to do it stands the test of you can start building on this you can start putting establishing your if you want to get the cheap windows or the expensive windows. This foundation isn't going anywhere. If you want to get the expensive floors, don't worry about it, because this foundation's not moving. Have you ever heard anybody say about a house, it's got good bones? What they're trying to basically say is that it may look like a mess on the outside, but if you strip it back, the foundation's still good. That sometimes happens with us. It's not every day we look like we've got good foundation. But if you dig deep enough, yes. there's foundation there. Sometimes we aren't doing that great. Sometimes we're messed up. Sometimes we can't get our acts together. But if you dig deep, the foundation's still good. I can work with the house if the bones are good. So the Lord is saying this house, this stone is tried. Let's keep going. Yes, sir. And I lay in Zion a foundation, a tried stone. Oh, not only is this a tried stone, but it's precious. This is valuable. We've got the right plot of land. This is it. This is the place where we want to do. It's tried and it's precious. (laughs) It's precious. You know, the funny thing is building a house, so much of the value is in the foundation because no one wants to do foundations twice. Like they have all these folks who can correct foundations. No one ever wants to mess with a foundation, is the truth of the matter is. But if you do it with a tried foundation and a precious foundation, you only do it once. Amen, let's keep going. A precious
1: cornerstone, a sure foundation. Yeah. He that believeth shall not make haste. This is
0: a sure foundation. What you're expecting from this foundation, you're gonna find it. The thing you are anticipating about the foundation in relationship with God, you are absolutely going to find it, sure. yes, sir. because it is absolutely yes, sir. sure. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's go to one more, a few more scriptures. First Corinthians, three, eleven through thirteen. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Four. Yes, sir.
1: Other foundations can no man lay then that is laid which is Jesus Christ
0: so now we found out that our foundation is in fact not just laid by him okay. yes, sir. but is in fact he is in fact the love foundation he isn't just laying the foundation perfectly
1: yeah.
0: he is. he's becoming the foundation for us yes, sir. Thank you, Jesus. he is describing himself the as the first cornerstone and us as parts of the building.
1: Yes.
0: He's making it clear to us that if you want to build something that lasts, don't worry about creating your own foundation. Yes, I am that already. Am yes,
1: sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
0: <laughs> and so what we see then in, in Ezra was the people of God realizing if we're going to rebuild the temple, yes, yes, we have to start yes, by injecting the Lord into this moment. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Like anything I'm going to do, I'm going to make sure that the Lord's first. Are oh, we building the foundation? Yeah, let the, brick, let the bricklayers do what they're going to do. Yes, sir, yes, sir. But then let the priests come in and sing over yes, them.
1: Sing over it. Wow. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I'm
0: wondering sometimes if we can do this to our own uh, relationships and our own foundations and our own families. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Pray over them.
1: Yes.
0: Sing over them. Yes. <laughs> Get ready to set the foundation right so that the Lord is right there at the beginning. Yes,
1: sir. Yes. Yeah? Yes, sir. Let
0: the Lord get a part of what you're doing. Yes. Yes, sir. And the scripture tells us that they did this. In fact, if you can go, I'm going to read verse 10 in, yes, sir, in, in, in Ezra just for a second. Stay right there. Yes, and when the builders laid the foundation of the temple, they're literally building the literal foundation of the temple. Yes, sir. They set the priests in their apparel. They got them dressed up. Right. With trumpets. Yes. And the Levites, the son of Asaph, with cymbals, to praise the Lord after the ordinance of David, king of Israel. I actually wanna read the scripture he's referring to here. It's in First, Cor- First Chronicles 16 and five. First Chronicles 16 and five. I'm gonna try and find that really quickly for you. First Chronicles 16 and five. In fact, I'll start at verse one. This is um, David, and I wanna set the, 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 the storyline here, but what's happened is that David has attempted to bring the presence of the Lord, which is in the form of the Ark of the Covenant back to Jerusalem. Right, you, you, you've, you, this is, the Ark of the Covenant can be thought of as the place where God's presence yeah, is in the earth. Exactly, exactly. In a concentrated one location, yes, this is where that is. The Ark of the Covenant. And around it, how you're supposed to handle it is important. Yes, how you're supposed to act around it, how you're supposed to transport it is important. Yes, and David recognizes that if I want to get the Jerusalem, which is our central city, to be the spiritual center of our world, I need the presence of God there. Yes, yes, yes. Like that's the thing I need to bring into the into the centre of our city. Amen. And so this is what he did. So they brought the ark of God and set it in the midst of the tent, and David had pitched for it, and they offered burnt sacrifices and peace offerings before God. So again, they want the presence of the Lord. They want to build on the presence of the Lord and they offer sacrifices. And when David had made an end of the offering, the burnt offerings and the peace offerings, the bless, he blessed the people in the name of the Lord. This is him trying to establish the foundation for the spiritual life of the place. And what does he start by doing? Sacrifices and blessings.
1: Yes.
0: And then verse 3 says, um, and he dealt to everyone of Israel, both man and woman, to every one of, of a loaf of bread and a good piece of flesh or a good piece of meat and a flagon of wine. So in the presence of God, he gets so generous now and starts to give gifts and blessings and sacrifices. And verse four. And he appointed certain of the Levites to minister before the ark of the Lord and to record and to do what? And to Thank and praise the Lord God of Israel. Right at the foundation of this moment, before they even had a building, they simply had the presence of God. Before they had a foundation. So now they should tell you this isn't really about the physical anything. This isn't about building a physical foundation. This is about building a foundation founded on God. Amen. You can build this foundation in a tent, in your homes, in your bedrooms, in your kitchen, it doesn't matter You can bring the presence of the Lord in by worship and praise and build foundation I want you to start building foundation wherever you're at, at your schools, at your workplaces (laughs) I want you to do it when you're on the road, on the way to work. Foundation, just laying foundation. Dig deep. It may not be obvious where it is, but dig deep. deep. You can create the foundation you want. Luke told us that it wasn't even obvious for whoever was building this foundation, but he knew I need to anchor it on something solid, something that's not going to move. And we need to do it in work in order to get to the foundation we need. Yes, sir. I don't want you to be embarrassed or ashamed because the foundation doesn't look right. Doesn't matter what the foundation looks right, you can dig and find down foundations. Yes,
1: yes, yes, sir.
0: Yes, sir. Amen? Amen. Amen? Sometimes we over-index over on what it looks like rather than what it is. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. And because of that, that's why sometimes we get fooled into building foundations on the wrong thing. Yes, sir. Yes. If you decide you want to build a foundation based on money, the stock market is going to going to show you something. I don't know if any of you have 401Ks and have looked at it over the last few months. It's not a pretty sight <laughs> because that's what the market does. Sometimes it up. Just a few months ago, I said, yeah, we're gonna be set for, 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 for when I decide to retire. And then I looked this week, not so much. Again, just depending on what, when you're looking at it. But that's why I say I'm rooted in thanksgiving. That's right, that's right. I remember when I was fighting spiders every week. I remember when my car wouldn't start. So I'm not worried about any of the things that could come because I'm good. To be truthful, to, to be truthful I could have made it to this service on a bicycle if I need to. I've got plenty of practice. I'm rooted in thanksgiving. Because I know what it's like to start just with nothing and build and dig and make a foundation. That was, in fact, Ignatius so that was some of the happiest times of our life, if I'm honest. Struggling to put enough gas in the tank to get to a location we read about on a map and now, you know, you, now you're upset when um, the A.C. doesn't work and get you exactly to the temperature of the house you want. Yes, yeah. Never had A.C. when I was back then. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Build on the right foundation. Yes, you will realize that the things that you thought were valuable were not valuable at all. Yes, it will reset you to find value in the right things. Yes, Build on the right foundation. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. For our relationship with God, that's built on the truth of who he is when, when uh, Peter was speaking to Jesus he says who do men say that I am and, and they said some say you're a prophet some say you're Elias and then Peter says to him thou art the Christ you're the Christ the son of the living God and Jesus again using what was around him said thou art Peter which is translated as a little stone and upon this rock And what he was talking about wasn't the little stone. Was what Peter had said. He says, "On this truth, my identity. I'm going to build what the church, right? He's going to build his church on a foundation that is, in fact, the truth of who he is. This church is built on that same foundation. Two thousand. This is." this is an excellent foundation because 2,000 years, we're still building. Over 2,000 years later, we're still building on the same rock. You start a good foundation and you will be building on it forever. I'm grateful to the Lord for this foundation. Amen. I'm going to keep building here. I'm gonna keep building until the Lord tells me to stop building. I know that the building will not go anywhere. This is a spiritual foundation, but I need you to apply this to your own families, to your own lives, to your relationships. Build on good foundations. Don't build on things that are not gonna be here next week. I don't build on trends because they're gonna come and go. I don't build on fads because that's gonna come and go. But the word of the Lord stands forever. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise the Lord.